0: blue blood hosted by ej stewart and tommy beer let's get to it new york let's quickly talk about randall he was unable to finish game five coming down on carousel LeVert's foot re-aggravating an ankle injury that sidelined him for the final two plus weeks of the regular season randall had tr- uh, trouble getting off the floor before eventually limping to the locker room under his own power he would come out at halftime Uh, uh, or after halftime to watch the second half of the game, but he watched it essentially from the stance. He wasn't even on the bench. Obi Toppin at the second half played great, uh, provided the Knicks a spark. After the game, uh, Thibodeau said that it was premature to to kind of prognosticate what Randall's situation will be moving forward, but that he'll be reevaluated sometime Thursday, which is the day we're recording this podcast. So, one, how can the Knicks, in your eyes, Tommy, adjust to Randall possibly being out? And how many games can they afford him to not play if they want to advance past the Heat?
1: Yeah, so a, a couple of things. One, the fact that he came back on the court, good sign. Um, yeah. You know, they, they they kind of showed him, you know, doing some some calf raises, um, you know, during timeouts and stuff like that. So just the fact that he felt comfortable enough, they didn't need to immediately, you know, air cast it or anything along right. those lines. Yeah. We Wasn't first went down. Yeah. Exactly. When he first went down, it looked scary. It looked like he was scared. He looked to the bench immediately. It just looked very familiar to the to the injury that cost him five games. Um, I'm sure he was initially very concerned. Um, it looked like he was a little bit, um, a little more comfortable. He was able to walk off the floor under his own power, obviously limping. Um, the other thing is uh, Ian Begley of S&Y did report um, that Randall was walking cautiously. Um, but according to league sources, the early impression is the sprain is not as severe as Randall's prior ankle, ankle ailment. Um, so it kind true. of, you know, confirms the eye test. Um, who knows? We'll see how, he, obviously it depends on it. He's, he's going to be getting, you know, therapy 23 at 24 hours a day, um, yeah. you know, for, for the next 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever the case might be. Um, we'll see how his ankle responds. Again, this is the same ankle. They got to be careful with it. They may err on the side of caution. Um, one thing to keep in mind, the schedule is set uh, Sunday, game one. I don't, Do not they have the time yet? I, I saw one. I didn't see.
0: There. I Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the time when it first happened. But I'm assuming it'll be one. That's usually when they start those game ones. On I assume it'll be seven later in I, the afternoon or evening.
1: Agreed. I, I assume that it'll either be one or three thirty. Um, but they will yeah. probably have the West Coast game at three thirty. So I assume it'll be one o'clock on Sunday at the Garden. And folks, the Garden will be very loud. Um oh so um so then you have the game Tuesday and then but then you don't play again, I believe the 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 yeah, following one o'clock
0: year. by the way the official time.
1: Okay, good. Um and then the 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 next game is Saturday, is that correct? Have they the it goes from Tuesday to Saturday or it Tuesday to Friday?
0: Um what for the for the for game
1: for game three.
0: Three? I let me let me see. I have it right here. So the Knicks, they'll play Sunday, Tuesday, and then Saturday, exactly.
1: Saturday. Okay. So that's something to keep in mind as well. If you if you hold them out till Saturday, that's a good, you know, t- ten days of of, of of full nine days of, of full rest and recuperation. Um it sounds like he could probably play in game one. Do they do they let him suit up in game one? I guess we'll we'll get a feel of after practice on Friday and, and Saturday, et cetera. Um, but those are some kind of the options. If it was more severe, um, you know, given what you can get from Obi, keeping him out that that full week, um might make some sense based on the gap um, between games two and three. So something to keep in mind. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. As far as the um, the X's and O's, should he not be able to play? Um Obviously, Obi, you know, take take center stage. Yeah. Um, you, you, there's a little bit of a different offensive field we talked about in the first segment. Um, push that pace a little more. Uh, get Obi some easy buckets in transition. Get Obi some, some three-pointers. Also have him create a little bit more, um, you know, go into the basket. We've seen a couple times this series now. we put the ball on the floor, get to the rim. Um, would like to see that a little more. Um, and then you're just going to have to rely a little bit more heavily on your other guys, the the Brunsons, the, the, the Barretts, Hearts, uh, IQs, etc. Etc. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays itself out. Um, the other thing I just you know kind of thought of randomly, Sims has not been available. Maybe does does he yeah. get some minutes if, if Randall's? Um, you know he could give you you know a good six minutes against Bam at some point just to kind of wear him down a little bit. Um, so you know we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, that 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 Sims part is, is interesting. Is a good point because I I didn't even know he was like not available to play yeah. this series, and then it was like, oh he's got a shoulder injury. He's not even suited up. So, um, so yeah, that was uh, so that was that was that will be interesting to see if he ends up getting some time here. So it's so weird because I think you know we came into this postseason with Randall being a question mark and feeling like man, Knicks they will have a really tough time if Randall can't play in the series against Cleveland. Uh, He did play in the series. He didn't play particularly well for the majority of the series, and the Knicks still won in five games. Uh, The Heat are a different animal than the Cavs, especially when it comes to dealing with physicality. They will be way more equipped than the yes. uh, Cavs were. So, so there's a part of me that says, okay, Randall can't play. This feels like it would still be tough. But like I said in the last segment, like the Knicks play so different when Obi Toppin's out there. And at a certain point, I got to start believing what my eyes are telling me, that <laughs> Obi Toppin can go out there and give you similar, similar production to what Julius Randle can give you if he plays the kind of minutes. Maybe he won't rebound as well. And he has some defensive lapses in that third quarter that were annoying. But and, and like Randall doesn't have defensive lapses, but there's some lapses that happen like because he's just not focused, where Randall sometimes I think if he kicks his spots when he's gonna defend. So so it's not like it's just like you're getting it same all NBA caliber player. But I just don't know if I can say, oh, the Knicks are gonna be in this like disastrous situation if Randall has to miss some games. I, I gotta be honest. Um I will I will say I think the fact that the Heat don't have won't have Hero is an important factor in this as well. When it comes to exactly how many points do you need to score to beat the Miami Heat, the Heat offense looked really good against the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I the Bucks have a great defense. I don't know. I don't know what happened to the Bucks, and we'll talk about them in a second. But I would think that this is going to be, I agree, kind of a low scoring kind of series. So I think the Knicks may be able to survive missing Randall for a couple of games if they have to. They might be in a weird position where they might need to try to see, hey, we can get split these first two games in Miami if Randall can't play these first two games. And then it's OK. You know, you don't want to have a split. But then Randall comes back for game three and game four. He's OK. Now we got to get the split in Miami, Randall playing. I think they feel good about their chances in that regard. They are the higher seed.
1: I will say this um, in regards to Obi specifically before we move on to the other matchups and yeah. whatnot the the uh, heat the heat starting uh, Kevin Love at power forward first of all you think that Cavs could have used Kevin Love um uh, in this in this at 11, could have. he had oh, like he had like eleven or twelve rebounds last night yeah fifteen or <laughs> twelve
0: definitely yeah uh,
1: you know um I will say but. Kevin Love is the type of player, Obi Ken guard, perimeter based. Kevin Love's yeah. not, you know, pounding you, taking it back to the basket and driving past you. He's right. she's hitting spot up threes off space yeah. off Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry kickouts, etc. Um, so it's not like it's Pascal Siakam who could score 40 on Obi's head um and, and really, you know, take advantage of, of Obi's defensive deficiencies. Love's a guy that's gonna look to draw fouls on the draw charges on, on one end of the floor and then shoot threes uh from the corner and the wings on the other uh, on the other end of the floor. So Obi Ken stay um attached to perimeter players so that's a that works to the Knicks advantage as well um not having uh you know he, obviously love's not a focal point of of the uh, uh of the uh, the heat offense especially in the way that the, you know that that they that he he does score um he contributes offensively but it's more from the perimeter
0: yeah no exactly and uh, boy you talk about kevin love and and his impact in that heat series and how he played against the box and the cavs not be able to rebound you do kind of wonder man maybe the Cavs could have used him but you're right I think that that's a good matchup for the Knicks with Kevin Love playing so many minutes um not as athletic as well so knowing yeah. uh unless maybe maybe they put Bam on Obi this now we can. this is where it gets fun now you're talking about how yes. teams miss match but in theory if it if they do say you know Bam's going to deal with uh Mitchell Robinson on the glass and then you have Love on Obi Toppin that end up that may end up being actually Maybe even bigger mismatch than even Randall because Love's not gonna run up and down. The with
1: Obi. Yeah, you want you want to put Obi in in, in a pick and roll action and in, in screen yeah. action. Get try to get Kevin Love moving. That's a uh, they actually did run some five four. Mitchell Robinson, yeah. Obi pick and rolls, top of the key um, uh, against the Cavs. I'd love to see that. Um, you know, should should Randall not be available, or even if he is, if those two share the floor together, or Hartenstein, Um because if Love is trying to guard Obi, you want to use your agility, athleticism to your advantage, because that's where Love is has a major disadvantage.
0: Yeah. Overall, I, I, I the Knicks, it it would be great if they could get Randall back healthy. That I would feel like they would need him. But today, I can't say that they can't advance without them. I cannot say that after what I've seen because all the narrative after those, after what I saw last season. Remember, I'm going back to last season, where OB finished the season. It was, well, end of the season, teams are tanking. You can't take that. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Basketball, basketball. But okay, fine. Then the end of this season, same thing happens. Now they start trying to clinch a playoff spot, uh, finish the season strong and it was the same thing ah oh, well you know it's still end of the season even though the Knicks games mattered. uh still end of the season other teams are tanking so I'm like okay fine now I've seen the playoffs <laughs> oh we top in the minutes he plays when Randall was playing and struggling uh he helped carry the Knicks past this series then in this game where Randall gets hurt and then he dominates the third quarter first of all I think Tibo should have put him back in I thought that was a minor mistake in that fourth quarter especially when the Knicks were struggling offensively but um he played the way he did in that third quarter in a playoff game against a team that's facing elimination and uh, there's no excuses anymore I, I expect Obi Tob to play well if he has to stay- if he had to start for Randall I don't think that there's this huge drop off the other thing
1: to, to it's really important to note is Randall played really well in that first half it was great to see yep. aggressive driving through people's chests, had five assists like in the first nine minutes um really played smart played well um even though his shot wasn't dropping contributed significantly that being said. The first four games, he was bad. Um, You know, he was was averaging 14.8 points, slashing 32, 26, 64, and had four more turnovers than assists. Um, And I I did look up the numbers, actually, uh, coming into um, game five. Um, On Tuesday, I wrote about it. According to basketball reference, over 40 years – 898 players have attempted at least 100 field goals in their postseason career. Of those 898 players, Randall has the lowest cumulative field goal percentage. Um, the only guy, only other guy shooting wow. below 31% for their postseason careers. Nine games uh, for Randall um, are Lindsey Hunter and Chris Duhan. So Randall was not an efficient offensive yeah. player, and was not, you know, wasn't like he was a key to the Knicks getting a three-one lead. Um, so, you know, Obi likely wouldn't play worse; would be more efficient offensively. Um, you assume Randall's going to bounce back. You saw him bounce back in the first half of Game Five. And again, they I, they, they have a better chance to beat the Heat um, if a uh, fully healthy Julius Randle. But I, I agree with you; the Knicks could still win the series if Randall doesn't play or misses the first few games.